I'm a covenant Living in the riches of my Lord and King, I'm a covenant man. Committed to Him in everything I do believe He'll come again. And I know one thing I'm gonna do till then is learn to live in the blessing of Abraham. The Lord told me how He wants me to be, to abide in Him and His word. Hello, everyone. I'm David Weeder, and welcome to the Covenant Living broadcast today. What is covenant living? What, what, what does that mean, you ask? Well, quite simply, it is just live, learning how to live in the rights, privileges, and authority of the covenant that, it, that God Almighty has made with Jesus on your behalf. Glory to God. And that, you know, everything, everything in the Christian life, everything in the Christian walk is a result of covenant, right down to and including the new birth itself. And that is an entirely different teaching that we're not going to get into today. Glory to God. Today, what we're going to do is pick up with our study on the, of the Spirit of God. We found out it's not a what, He's a who. We found out that there's God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. We looked at all of those basics and fundamentals, but we had to go through those and lay a groundwork. Uh, one, there may be people that never heard that before. This goes out, this broadcast, we send the word out. That's what we do. We seek ways to get the word out. Because He sends His Word and heals people and delivers them from their destructions. And that's what we're all about, is sending the Word out. We do video broadcasts, quality sound broadcasts for internet radio, for, for podcasts. We're on iTunes, we're on Spotify, we're on YouTube, we're on internet radio stations. Anything People, place that will have us, written word, spoken word, video word, pictures with words on them. Any way we can get the word out there, that's what we do. Glory to God, because we want people healed and we want them delivered from their destructions. Hallelujah. Well, I'm all fired up. We ain't got into words yet, but let's have a word of prayer and then we'll get into today's study. Father, I thank you so much. For this another time and another opportunity to teach the concepts, insights, principles of your word. The word of the living God. Glory to God. But I thank you as I prayed before these broadcasts that the spirit of the Lord is upon me to teach, to preach, and to heal. That's what I'm called to do. And I'm, I asked you and I received in faith that I speak accurately, teach accurately, and that the people will hear equally as accurately. Holy Spirit, I'm asking you to reveal to them exactly what they need from these broadcasts and that you personally see to it that these broadcasts get to every person on the planet Earth 
that needs to hear this information. I've asked you in faith, therefore I believe I receive. It is done in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, that's a good example. As you just heard me pray just a minute ago, I, I said, as I prayed before these broadcasts, I had already, I had already prayed that prayer in preparation for these broadcasts and received it in faith. So why did I pray it again? Well, I prayed it for your benefit so that you could be in agreement, so that you could see demonstration of the, of the Holy Ghost. Well, I'm following my, my teacher, my master, my Lord. That's what Jesus did. And I wanted to look at that. You know, last week's broadcast, we started looking at the ministry of Jesus and how the Holy Spirit came upon him after the baptism of water. After, the, after water baptism, he came up out of the water, and then the Holy Spirit came upon him, and his ministry began. And it had to, because as he's, the Holy Spirit is the spirit of power, and Jesus' ministry was and is a ministry of power and of excellence. And so I want to look at a very particular, very specific example in the Word of exactly what we were talking about last week, of Jesus only said what he heard his father say and only did what he saw his father do. And I want to look at that in John chapter 11, if you'll turn over there. Turn with me there, John chapter 11. And for the sake of time, we're going to be very selective. There's so, so much that we could teach on with this uh, teaching on, on Lazarus being raised from the dead. But we want to be very precise, very pinpoint specific in what we're looking at today. So if you look in verse oh, 41, Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead was laid, and Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank thee that thou hast heard me. Sounds similar to what you just heard me pray. I prayed this before the broadcast, sir. And verse 42. And I know that thou hearest me always. Because, but because of the people which stand by, I said it, that they may believe that thou hast sent me. Now, I want to point out the Father's already been talking to him about it, and he's already been talking to the Father about it. You can see it back in verse 25, in verse uh, 33, in verse 38, different places where Jesus and the Father were conversing and talking about this situation. And so Jesus was already hearing what the Father had to say about it. You got that? Jesus, remember, remember, Jesus only said what he heard the Father say, and he only did what he saw the Father do. The Father told Jesus, Jesus declared what he heard the Father say, did what he saw the Father do. Then the Holy Spirit of power, the Father within him, did the works, released the power in wisdom and knowledge and understanding that produced the manifestation of the desired end result. Glory to God. Are you seeing this? You getting this? Well, we're about to see it even plainer. 
Go on up to verse 43. And when he thus had spoken, he cried with a loud voice. Glory to God. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Boy, I just saw something I hadn't seen before. Well, that ain't nothing new. I'm seeing that all the time. <laughs> There's a lot in here I don't know, but the Lord helps me, glory to God, and He'll help you too. He cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. Now, I want to point out a few things. Remember the principle, only what the Father said did what he saw the Father do. Well, this is the example. He did something, and he said something. This is the part that I had never seen. I knew, I knew that he said what he heard the Father say, Lazarus come forth, but I had never seen before until right then he did something. He cried with a loud voice. There are times to be quiet. Then there are times to be loud and bold and forceful. Well, which time was this? He had to see from the Father. I can tell you because, remember, he divested himself of his divine attributes. He ministered as a man anointed of God. Therefore, he had to be obedient just as the rest of us do. I can tell you, if he'd have stepped up and went, Nothing would have happened. Lazarus would be dead to this day because he did not do what he saw the Father do. Now, on the other side of that, if he'd have stepped up there and with a, long, a loud, strong voice cried, Lazarus, I say to you, rise up from the dead. Be whole from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. Nothing would have happened. Why? Because he would not have said what the Father said. The Father said, say, Lazarus, come forth. That's what the Father said, because that's what Jesus did say, and it manifested results. He did what he saw his father do, cried in a loud voice. He said what he heard his father say, Lazarus come forth. Then the Holy Spirit of power, knowing exactly what it would take down to a molecular and submolecular level, and the power needed to produce that, Caused it all to happen, and Lazarus came forth. Matter of fact, there was so much power produced, Lazarus came forth, stood in the opening of the door, and was totally wound up. It was physically impossible for him to walk over there. The power of God lifted him up. The spirit of power lifted him up and set him in that doorway because Jesus did what he saw his father do and said, what he heard his father say. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Oh, praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Father, for that. That is how you do a ministry of power, a life of power 
and results. We just read over in Acts chapter 10 where Peter said, I perceive God is no respecter of persons. It worked for Jesus using that system and it'll work for us doing the same thing because we follow Jesus. He is our Lord and our Master. Glory to God. So, now we see this illustration. Jesus is our example. He is how we do things and he and we do what he instructs us to do, right? Correct? That is the Christian life. Well, let's see what he told us to do. Turn over to Luke chapter 24. Oh, boys. I'm telling you people, this is rich. The Word of God is rich and powerful. Glory to God. All right. Luke chapter 24. And we are going to pick up here in verse 49. And behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you. But tarry you in the city of Jerusalem until you be endued with power from on high. And I'm just going to go ahead and read this next verse just because I like it. And he led them out as far as to Bethany, and he lifted up his hands and blessed them. Glory to God. He gave them instruction on how to get this same power that he operated in to operate in their lives. And then he blessed them. He wanted them blessed. And the power of that blessing raised them up into heaven. That next verse, he, he ascended into heaven. All right, so we got Dr. Luke's account here. It's what we're reading, Luke chapter 24. And so he talks about, you know, Jesus told us, go to Jerusalem. He's going to send the promise of the Father. And don't leave Jerusalem until we be endued with power. So let's go to Acts chapter 1. You, you know, it, you may or may not know, but Luke was written by Dr. Luke. Acts was also written by Dr. Luke. As a matter of fact, Acts chapter 1 verse 1 says, The former treatise have I made, O Theopolis, of all that Jesus began both to do and teach. Well, the former treatise is the book of Luke. He there recorded the acts and teachings of what, he be, what Jesus began to do and teach. Acts is a continuation of that book. As a matter of fact, as we start reading, you'll see it picks up right exactly the same spot that, that we just got done reading where Luke left off in chapter 24. Read on down here. Until the day in which he was taken up, we just read that, after that he through the Holy Ghost had given commandment unto the apostles whom he had chosen. We just, we just, he just commanded them, wait, in, Jeru wait until, in Jerusalem until. To whom also he showed himself alive after his passion by many infallible proofs, being with them forty days. Now tuck that away somewhere. We're going to come back to that. Uh, not in this broadcast, but in a future broadcast, we're going to come back to that. Forty days, we're going to look in a timeline that's very crucial in our understanding of the ministry of the Holy Spirit. He had been with them and uh, been seen of them forty days and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. Glory to God. Man, 
Oh, man, I don't want to get... Can you imagine sitting with a resurrected king of glory and being taught directly by the resurrected physical body sitting there teaching you the things of the kingdom of God for 40 days? My Lord, you got better than that. Yeah, oh, let's stay with me, stay with me. And being assembled together with them, commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, which, saith he, you have heard of me, for, glory to God, John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost, not many days hence. Verse 8, But you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you, and you shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost parts of the earth. Go to chapter 2, verse 1. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were with one accord in one place, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire, and it, or actually he, sat upon each of them, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Now, we've got our instructions, we've got our timelines. Now go right across, in my, in my Bible, it's right across the aisle here. Drop on down to verse 17. And it shall come to pass in the last days, saith God, I will pour out of my Spirit, Spirit of God, upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams, and on my servants and on my handmaidens I will pour out in those days of my Spirit. Glory to God. We are in those days. Hallelujah. Pour out of my Spirit. This is the continuation of the ministry of Jesus as recorded. We got Luke. We've got the instructions Jesus gave the, the apostles and the disciples. It carries on into Acts where they fulfilled that commandment. They stayed put where they were supposed to be until the Holy Ghost came upon them and the spirit of power came on their ministries and on their lives. But... What does that have to do with us? What results does that have in our lives today? What can we expect from the ministry of the Holy Spirit? Well, we're going to talk about that next week. <laughs> we are going to talk about that next week, and we're going to go into some detail looking at, at several different scriptures uh, talking about that. But for now, I've got to be obedient to the Holy Ghost. I want to, 
Well, not I want to. I have to. The Lord told me it was time. If you followed this ministry, watched our videos for the last oh, a couple years, we've been doing videos on YouTube. We have never done a broadcast, a message, received a general offering for the ministry of any kind. I just we we just have never done that. We've always believed God for operating expenses and you know we sow seed you know we live by our giving and that's you know the way it works we have received a special offering from time to time there was one that we did to help a, a ministry family uh they were as a pastor or a minister that was about to lose their home uh and, and y'all were wonderful wonderful sowers and and and, and partners in this endeavor the house was saved. Their family is secure and safe and doing quite well today. Glory to God. Thank you and thank God. And then you saw the, um, uh, you know, the video that we did with our friend from Venezuela and the church connected down there. And um, so we, and, and in probably next month, I'll share a few videos and, and some pictures and stuff, the impact that you made in Venezuela. Uh, with the, the giving that this ministry did. We have a direct, kind of a direct line of, of uh, distribution there. So we've done a couple things like that, but we've never just received an offering uh, where people have an, uh, an opportunity to sow into David Weeder Ministries or even to become a partner with David Weeder Ministries. Now we've had people come on their own and say, hey, I like what you're doing. I like the fact that you're getting the word out to people and a partner with you and help you with your expenses and to help get the word out. We've had that, but we've never done a broadcast where we talked about it. And the Lord really got on to me and corrected me about giving that opportunity because of what he said in Galatians chapter six. So if you turn over with me to Galatians chapter six, And, uh, you know, when the Lord start talk, starts talking to you about robbing people <laughs> of the opportunity of harvest because you didn't provide them an opportunity, um, you know it's getting serious when he starts talking that way. So he reminded me of Galatians chapter 6 and verse 6. Let him that is taught in the word communicate unto him that teaches in all good things. Well, if you, knew, if you know anything about this ministry, you know that's what we're about, is teaching the Word, getting the Word out there. Be not deceived, God is not mocked, for whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. For he that soweth to his flesh shall of his flesh reap corruption. But he that soweth to the Spirit, I think it's pretty interesting we're teaching on the Spirit. He that soweth to the Spirit shall of the Spirit reap life everlasting. And let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. And as we have therefore opportunity, let us do good unto all men, especially unto them who are of the household of faith. Well, if you know anything about this ministry, you know anything about my heritage, you know we are of the household of faith. And so... I give an opportunity, I extend an opportunity f to you if you would like, if, no, that's incorrect phrasing. If the Lord is instructing you to sow a one-time seed into this ministry to help because you've been taught through these teachings, that's wonderful. 
If he's instructing you to become a partner with David Weider Ministries, that is wonderful. I pray over my partners every single day. There's particular scriptures. I write a partner letter every month. The scriptures are at the end of that partner letter. And I write that letter to get the word to you, to get financial prosperity, to get physical prosperity of health, to get soulish prosperity of peace and, 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 and love and tranquility and, and family peace into your lives. Glory to God. Anyway, I'll start preaching again and do another service. But anyway... <laughs> I just wanted to extend an opportunity for you to sow into this ministry at the direction of the Lord. We'll be doing this on the fourth broadcast or the last week of the month. Every broadcast will be offering this opportunity. The information is on the screen at the end of the broadcast, or you can go to our Facebook page and there's a link there with information on how to sow one-time seed, how to sow into the Venezuela project if you would like to, or how to become an ongoing partner with David Weider Ministries. And just do what the Lord instructs you to do, and I'll be blessed, you'll be blessed. That's the way God does things. It's a win-win. Father, in the name of Jesus, I receive the givings of the people. I plant them deep into the good soil of this ministry. I receive partners as they decide to partner with this ministry to get this uncompromised word of God out to every available voice throughout the planet Earth. We receive them. We call them blessed beyond measure in Jesus' name. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, friends. Thank you, partners. We're getting this job done. Glory to God. Until next week, where we go further into the ministry of the Holy Spirit, Remember that I love you, that God loves you, and He is always for you, and that Jesus is Lord. Thank you, partners and friends, for helping making these broadcasts possible. Subscribe to all our social media accounts on YouTube, Instagram, and iTunes for more teachings by David Weeder Ministries. Contact us at info at to send praise reports, Request prayer or for more information about our ministry and how to become a partner.